Hi, it's Thomas Cameron here with Rick Flynn. Delighted to be back talking about my brand new single, Don't Stop Me Now, in aid of the fantastic charity, the Bristol Children's Hospital Grand Appeal. You're listening to Rick Flynn. With a shout out from London Town, it's Rick Flynn presents. Now, ladies and gentlemen, your MC for the affair, Rick Flynn. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. And speaking of bringing back and welcoming back, I couldn't be more pleased than to have the young man with a voice with velvet-like qualities. And his name is Thomas Cameron, and he is here with us yet again, because this time, Thomas, I want you to come in, say hello, tell everybody what you're doing for a fantastic cause. Come on in, say hello. Hello, how are you doing? Thank you so much for having me back. Absolutely. And we're delighted because this, Thomas, is for the grand appeal at the Bristol Children's Hospital. Now, how can you get much better than that? Yes, it's such an amazing cause and something really close to my heart as well, because when I was a young 10-year-old, I was very ill and ended up in the Bristol Children's Hospital. So that hospital and the charity helped me and helped to save my life so to be able to do what i do and do what i love doing singing a song and releasing a song in aid of them has been the best thing it really has that's absolutely splendid you know here in the united states years ago back when i was an intern the show that i was working with they did a lot of work for the hospitals with their own charity it was giving toys to the youth that were placed in the hospital and the youth would come in, they'd be sick, they'd be infirm, they, they would be accident victims, burn victims, whatever have you. And you'd hand the child a toy and it would make them smile. It was the best thing I could have ever done. Mm-hmm. Once my even, even relatives of mine had children and they would come in yeah. and you'd hand the child a toy and all of a sudden there goes the pain down the drain. They're ready yeah. to start playing. Thomas, you picked a Amazing. great great charitable cause oh thank you it really is it's so so special and great to be able to work with them closely as well to talk about what they do and how raising money for them will help them rather than you know just saying we're going to do it for you here's some some money we've raised to actually talk to the charity say what can we do where's going to be the most beneficial way to raise money for you this is who's singing on it this is how we're going to do it and they've been amazing all the way throughout you know they've been saying How's the recording going? Who's recorded it so far? How's the video coming along? And just really involved from the very start. So it's been really special and nice to have them involved in such a a prominent way, you know? Absolutely. Now, when you first came on my show, Thomas, a brand new talent in the UK, and I was just telling you prior to going on the air, my numbers in the UK are up. They have risen, and I'm going to thank you and some other wonderful talent that we've had (laughs) from the UK because I really feel flattered as a USA DJ, if you will, and host, if you will, for most of my occupational life to come over to the UK and to, to do well with my UK brothers, sisters, relatives, all the people that my ancestors had back when they were over there. And it just, it's, it's an honor. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No, it's been so well received and posting it when when we did the last one and people absolutely loved listening. So I'm not surprised, put it that way. I'm not surprised in the slightest. It's brilliant. Well, since bringing you on for the first time, I wanted to ask, what has been new in your life? Because at that time, you had just released your first single that was produced over at um, the Gentleman's Studio that was with the band Genesis with Phil Collins. Yes, Peter Gabriel. He, He did the record Sledgehammer, of course. Yes, (laughs) Yes, that's the one. 
Peter what Gabriel. Record. What a great <laughs> record that was. He's had others as well, too. And I happen to think after we got off the air, I did another one that I have the 12-inch single for. Do you remember a song called oh, Big yeah. Time? Yes. Yeah, what a gr- another great one, isn't it? Like, oh, say, wow. yeah, I love that song. And Peter, on the end of that 12-inch single, he put this sound effect, which was like wind. And it was swish, swish, shoo. And that wind made it such to where I could come in after it, boom, 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 and bring in the new song. Yes. Mix it like nobody's business. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Made for it, made for it. If you see Peter, will you thank him for that wind at the end of Big? time because i really i enjoyed it (laughs) that is brilliant i love that absolutely (laughs) absolutely there you go all righty you came on we promoted your new single how has your life changed from that point forward are the people coming up to you more are they corresponding with you more what's new and different if anything Yes, no, definitely. It's been amazing. It really has. The reaction off the last single was mental and it was lovely. And my online presence has definitely grown and so many more people are getting involved and following me. And they've been absolutely amazing. And something else that's changed quite a lot for me as well is the people that I've been lucky enough now to work with. Um, hence the new single, which I'm sure we'll talk about later and some of the people on there. But just working with colleagues in the industry that I've sort of in the same industry as me and getting to know them, become friends with them has been incredible. Some artists I've looked up for for years and to think wow these guys are amazing and then to to be spending a lot of time with them on zoom and working with them and then finally recording writing and some writing with some of them recording with some of them releasing music has been the best experience and i've learned so much in that space of time it's been amazing that's excellent very very good of course we're going to definitely get on with your new single and discuss plenty of that but for those that are brand new to the life of Thomas Cameron. Not only was it a pleasure for me to have been asked to be part of the USA team to promote you, but everything went so well in that promotion over in the UK. I'm just delighted that we were able to do it. Are we having any more upcoming brand new Thomas Cameron singles, or are you doing an album now? What is the latest from you as far as recording? Absolutely. Yes, the plan is a new album for this year because it's been too long and um, because of obvious reasons over the past couple of years, I haven't been able to get into the studio in the way I'd like to have. Um, so it's been building up for a while. Lots of people are saying, can we have an album? Can we have new music? And because I've had so many singles that have come out and I've worked with so many different people, there's this big body of work now and some great people to work with uh, on an album. So it's got to happen. Um, and that is the plan for 2022 is to get out a whole album and and be able to record some of the songs that people have been asking for as well you know seeing people online and maybe singing it live online like a facebook live stream concert but never recording them and people saying can you record them and being able to go actually yes i'd love to and record put them on the album so that is the plan going forward in 2022 is is a new thomas cameron album which i'm quite excited about do you actually want to produce that on your thomas Cameron Records label? Um, I think that would be great. Yeah, it's great to, to work independently and just with my own promotion team. It gives you so much more freedom and uh, I'd love to. That would be the plan. Very, very well. Now, how about they're letting me know all the places that you're appearing and you're getting out there. You're doing live shows. I see. I hear about it weekly. Yes, yes, definitely. Lots of live shows uh, in terms of performing live. It's starting to come back a little bit now. And so this year I'm going to be heading up all across the UK and touring and back into Ireland and touring a lot in Ireland. So it's been a long time uh, performing live. And that's the best thing, isn't it? To be able to perform songs from your album to people's faces, to see their reaction, because it's lovely releasing music online and people saying how much they love it and sending messages. But when you get out there and you see people's faces in the audience, you see their reaction to each song, um, and people come and you get to meet them afterwards as well. That is amazing, you know, and get to talk to them afterwards. That's the best feeling. And you can't quite beat, you know, an in, in-person meeting face-to-face and just to see what they think and hear about their stories connected to the songs that you sing. Very, very well. Now, if somebody wants to get your earlier work and have it as part of their collection at home to listen to, how are they going to do that? Tell them. 
So they can find it on my website. So all of my albums that I've done are on there and lots of merchandise as well. So thomascameronteller.com. You can find my first album and also a lot of the singles that I've done are online as well. So stuff that I've released a few two years ago is up there as well. So you can find it on Amazon Music and places like that, Spotify and iTunes. So that's uh, there's lots of work out there and you can listen to the stuff right up to the present day. And also, like you say, some of the earlier stuff right from the beginning. Right. Now, I've been privileged not only to have the UK semi-finalists from the television show over there, The Voice Kids, but I've had a couple of USA contestants from the The Voice TV show in America, the USA Voice, mm-hmm. on NBC television. Has that been... Uh, to your knowledge, has that are, are the people talking about a lot of that over there? Because, boy, we've sure had some good interviews with these contestants, both here in the USA and the UK. Absolutely, yeah. It's something that uh, takes up a lot of people's conversation when it's on. You know, The Voice, a lot of people listen. And The, the Voice USA as well, it's great to hear about people. We, we get a lot on social media. You can see, you know, the auditions and the, the judges reacting. And I, I love to watch those as well because we don't see it on the TV over here, the USA version, obviously. But we get to see clips of the auditions and the judges' reactions and also the judges' performances and duets with the contestants, which I think is great to watch as well. Um, so, yeah, The Voice is very popular over here. I think it's just everywhere in the world, isn't it? It seems to be a massive phenomenon, and it's great to also know some of the band members from The Voice as well because they're hugely talented, aren't they, both the bands that play behind all of the auditions and all of the live shows. They're amazing. Oh, that's true. And not only that, but the other shows, not even The Voice, they have some good bands behind them. These are absolutely players that know how to read music, do the chart, and do it well. Absolutely. Yeah, they really do. Um, and to be able to put on the play with so many different people in one show, it just what, an, what a talent that is to be able to just change from genre to genre and singer to singer. And it's, uh, yeah, quite a, a thing to do, isn't it? And great to watch. I love watching the bands on those shows. Very, very well. And nothing else new and exciting other than the fact that your career has taken off since the last time <laughs> you and I were on here, right? So, yeah, well, that's actually kept me a little bit busy, that part. <laughs> I love that. Um, but also, uh, I've got a, a radio show that's kept me very busy as well, getting to talk to some amazing guests, which goes out every week. So I have a, 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 at least one guest on, which tends to be a celebrity musician or something like that that comes on and talks to me. Um, but also my own music schools as well that I've opened in the UK uh, are starting to grow, and there's, which is amazing, working with young children and, and having music schools across the southwest of England, which up to about seven schools now. So working with you know around 300 children is, is quite amazing and being able to provide music opportunities for them has been really rewarding you know that was my next question yes <laughs> i was way. gonna say <laughs> you're on the radio now over in the uk and tell everybody about your show Yes, that has been great. It was a bit of an adaption and something that came from our lockdown over here in the UK, actually. So I was tour- recording and touring my album, as, as you do, and doing lots of live dates. And it came to the lockdown when we weren't allowed to do live music. We weren't allowed to go out. And, and I talked to my team and we were thinking, what are we going to do to be able to keep active? You know, still talk to those that follow me, talk to fans, but also keep me nice and busy as well. So we had a lot of thought and it started off as like a, a Facebook live show where I would have colleagues that I knew it started off the kind of friends that I knew that were musicians or actors they would come on and we'd do a Facebook live and just talk and I would ask questions and we'd end up sort of veering off and just talking about music and it was great Um, and then it kind of got a bit more formal and the guests got bigger and bigger and then when it started to sort of get even bigger we thought well what can happen what's going to happen next with this and what we wanted to do is be able to play music so guests could come on we could talk and we could do what we were doing on facebook but then get to play their new music as well get to play the new album and help to promote so it was lovely and that kind of that was where the radio show was born basically and we said okay let's have a radio show and that's what's happened and it's just grown and it started in january last year so uh, it's about a year old now which is quite crazy and uh, done hundreds of shows and had absolutely hundreds of guests and talked to some real idols of mine. So it's been amazing. And I've learned so much from it, to be honest, you know, talking to these people and 
sort of helped shape me as a musician as well, talking to some of these absolute legends. And your radio show began as, I remember, it was a Facebook Live presentation on the Facebook, right? Yep. I yeah, mean, that's it. Yeah, it was just, that's it. Yeah. I don't remember if you if you know this, but there was one night on that show, you had you had a, a major podcast host from the USA in your audience. Do you recall that? Of course. How could I not remember that? <laughs> yes, yes. I got, thank you for that introduction, by the way. You introduced <laughs> me to your live audience. Of course, yeah, that was great. I remember that well. It was lovely to see you there. Right. You looked down and you saw a familiar name, didn't you? Yes. I thought, I know that person. I've spent a little bit of time on the phone with that person. <laughs> we got to shout them out. <laughs> that is true. You are in the United Kingdom, Thomas Cameron. I am in the Midwest, USA. And we are here because you started a brand new charity single, which is now out. It's available. First of all, let's stop right there. Can the public get it immediately or is there a delay or how does that work? I'm assuming it's already produced, right? Yes, it is out everywhere. So you can find it absolutely everywhere. It's on Spotify and it's on Amazon. It's on iTunes and everywhere you get music. And also there's a the official music video, which is such fun. It's amazing. Get to see all the artists on there dancing and having the best time. So that's on YouTube as well. Uh, if you put, put in Don't Stop Me Now, Thomas Cameron, you can see that as well. So there's loads of stuff to go and watch and listen. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun. It really is. Right. Now on YouTube, I saw the video. It's Thomas Cameron Official and you have the video and the song there, correct? Yes, that's it. Yes, so you can go and hear it and see it, which is great, and get to put a couple of uh, faces to names as well, which is fun. Absolutely. Now, one of the highlights, Thomas, of my career years ago, back when I was a nightclub DJ at the posh and very plush place where I worked and it was part of my life and it, it breaks my heart that it's still not there because the land that it sat on was more valuable than the actual multi-million dollar real estate and building that was there, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. So yeah. when the owners oh, retired, one of them bought the other out. And then he sold the property and the new owners decided that they wished to put up a, a hotel, which indeed they did. And down went my dreams. I'm telling you, it was a spectacular. It was the only place where I live, Thomas, that was designed mm. by an architect and built brand yeah. new, not a conversion. It was built from the ground up brand new to house a DJ, a beautiful dance floor lit wow. from underneath. And there was a Amazing. plant conservatory in the middle of this <laughs> building with a glass roof that separated that club from the beautiful restaurant at the other end of the identical building. Wow. And who did we that have at the club? Oh, it was totally amazing when I showed up one night at work. And who was upstairs in our VIP club? Freddie Mercury and Queen. Wow. And they had yeah. such a wonderful time that the very next year when Queen was on tour in America again, they came back. And we placed them. <laughs> wow. Oh, that we placed them upstairs in the VIP room again. Brian May was there. Freddie Mercury was there. They absolutely loved it. And we were glad wow. to have them. And, and now I see all these years later, they say that history repeats itself. And here I am <laughs> right now on this show, Thomas promoting a Queen song by the group Queen. Yeah. However, it's your own spin on it, and it's called Don't Stop Me Now. And let's stop right there. <laughs> How did you get the idea <laughs> to do a Queen song, and why did you select Don't Stop Me Now? I think that's a fair question. 
Absolutely. It's a great question and one that was difficult to come to the decision for, but we were thinking about what can we do that's quite upbeat. That was the the main thing for me because it's been a really horrible and really tough time for everybody, hasn't it? It's been a really scary time and I thought what would be great is at Christmas is to release something that's really upbeat, really happy and something that people can just smile watching, you know, all of these people getting involved, coming together for a great cause, but also just having fun doing it. And, you know, naturally talking amongst themselves, my team, we were thinking, right, it's got to be a Queen song. I mean, everybody knows Queen. They love Queen. and The songs are just incredible. And that was sort of narrowed down to Queen. And then we thought, what is one of their songs that everybody can just get involved with? What's got that hook that comes back and back and people can join in, whether they're, you know, a professional singer, whether they just sing in the shower or they, you know, they don't even ever sing, but they just can't help get involved with them. And Don't Stop Me Now came up lots of times. And it's just that hook, isn't it? That Don't Stop Me Now. I mean, everybody just gets involved and sings it. And it was just, that's what happened. And we thought it's got to be that one. And also when it came to working with the school and the choir to put on the song, it was, it just, I had it in my head that it would just sound so good for the chorus to have a big body of hundreds of people on it with kids and lots of professional singers and everybody coming together on the chorus and we had a go and it was born and it, it, we were really pleased we went with that song because it's just such an uplifting great feel-good song right and we all miss freddie mercury of course but the mm. band queen was just immensely talented and i think your selection of don't stop me now was a very good 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 piece and you had all kinds mm of celebrities and they all donated their time to help produce and appear on the song right absolutely yes they were absolutely amazing every single one um i i spoke to them i reached out to all of them individually and i said this is my mad idea i want us all to come together to do it for this cause and also just to give something back to people and something nice and positive and uplifting during this time and every single one came back and said I would absolutely love to do it. I'm really happy to help. Let me know what you want me to do and we will do it. And it was just amazing. Videoing and and recording as well. And some of them booking studios themselves and going in and recording, hiring engineers to record them and just all sorts. And just to see the camaraderie, you know, and coming together to produce this is one of the most humbling things I've done. It really was. It just made me think, you know, the people out there are, are amazing and it's lovely. It really is. It was the best thing to do. And a lot of those celebrities and guest musicians are found and may be found on the Thomas Cameron official Don't Stop Me Now video, which is located right now for the world to see up on YouTube, right? That's it. Yes, you can see every single person on there and it comes up with who they are as well. So you can kind of say, oh, that's that person. Oh, I know that person. And, and it's, yeah, it's great fun. Lots of dancing in there as well and <laughs> random dance moves, things like that. So it's just a lot of fun. It really is. Right. Now, you have a familiar name to me and a familiar name to everybody here over in uh, Across the Pond, as they say, over here in the USA. Mm-hmm. We have a TV show years ago which I used to watch, which a lot of people from this country watched, and it was singer Tom Jones. Now, is that the same Tom Jones that is on your your new song, or is that a different Tom Jones? The Tom Jones the I'm talking about. Tom Jones. Yeah, this guy sang, it's not unusual to be loved by anyone. That guy. He was from Wales. Yes. Is this yes, a different know, yeah, one? Yeah, we know Tom Jones well. Is that the same Tom Jones is, on your song? It is the instrumentalist so that plays with Tom Jones on the record. So Jamie Moses, the guitarist, is, is Tom Jones's guitarist. Um, so it is the, for the same Tom Jones that you're talking about. Yes, it's not him singing on it, but it is the instrumentalist that plays for that very Tom Jones. Oh, he plays for Tom Jones out on the road and in the concerts. Yes, that's it. Yes. I got it. I got it. There we go. And once again, it was, uh, uh, I've had occasion to meet Tom Jones before, and it was uh, just one of the highlights. Uh, more than once, actually twice, and he was just a, a wonderful uh, individual, and I, I, it was one of the highlights of my career, but I've had so many, and to see that his musicians are still out there, still making it, Tom himself is out there, I'm sure, singing somewhere. Yes, yeah, he is, yeah, he's always on the, our TVs over here, you know, he, 
he's even at, talking about The Voice earlier. He's a, a judge on The Voice UK. So um, that's a great connection there. <laughs> oh, that's I didn't know that. He's a judge yeah, on the yeah, show. He's, he's, he is, yeah. He's been on there for a long time, one of the longest standing judges. Um, he's brilliant. Yeah, it's so good to see him on there and obviously get to see him uh, perform with the with the, uh, the judge's song as well. Um, and, but he's always on the road, yeah, touring all of the time. And I think he's back in the studio again as we speak recording. So his voice is getting better and better, I think. It's just like a like a wine, isn't it? It's maturing. <laughs> yeah, he's Boy, he was good. Age. It really is. He was good. And on his yeah. TV show, the first thing you saw on his a syndicated television show was the microphone all by itself, a zoomed in a view of the mic. <laughs> And then this hand would come on top of the mic and the announcer would say, <laughs> this is Tom Jones. And he'd start singing. Amazing. Uh-huh. Very old. Oh, the ladies liked him. Let me tell you, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. He was very good. Very good with the ladies. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I definitely can. All righty. Another act that I played years ago in the club, Boney M. Now, how does that relate oh, to your wow. chair? Oh, we played them, yes. How does that relate to your uh, new song, Don't Stop Me Now? So the uh, original lead singer of Boney M, Liz Mitchell, who's been with them from the very start, and uh, she's on the record. She's actually duetting with me to open the song, and it's such an honor to sing with her. I mean, like you say, Boney M, just legends, you know, playing their records in the clubs and still out there now. And I mean, they're having a, they're coming back again with remixing songs. And she's recently just had another number one with remixing Raz Putin. So, you know, they're just still dominating and they're the most incredible band. And um, I, I text Liz and I said, would you like to sing with me on this record? And um, she was really up for it and was wonderful and said, I would love to, really love to do it and um, recorded that part at the start with me duetting and yeah to say that I've duetted with uh, the lead singer of Boney M is, is a bit of an honour for me just loved doing that absolutely loved it right you're starting to see why my UK numbers have risen <laughs> with all these number one <laughs> yeah. artists you're bringing me over here oh for heaven's sake <laughs> yeah Another act <laughs> I played in the club, I'll tell you right now, Level 42. Oh, wow. Yes. Love, love them. Yeah. Phil Gold of Level 42. Now, I don't know the name, but I will say if he's part of the Level 42 band, I wish him well, because we certainly did play him in the clubs over here in the USA. Yes, so Phil is the, the founding member of Level 42, so he's the founding member and the drummer uh, of Level 42, and uh, he's, he's been on my show as well, so great to talk to him about how they formed, how Level 42 formed, and he was the driving force behind it, and I remember he saying he sort of flew everyone together and said, let's do this, and let's form this band, and uh, the writer on many of their hits as well, so a, an absolute legend and the loveliest guy, Phil, is really lovely. Uh, so again, sort of, he, as a drummer, I said, we need a drummer on this track, um, you know, would you like to do it? And he was, he said, would be, a, it would be my honor to do it for such an amazing cause. He went into a studio on the Isle of Wight and recorded it for me. And it was, uh, yeah, again, another honor for, for him to play on it. And he's great. The drummer sound absolutely brilliant on it. And uh, I know that sort of in the, the world of drummers, he's very well respected for being a, a fantastic drummer. I think that's marvelous. Now, with your first single months and months and months ago, you actually had done some work with that over over at uh, Abbey Road. Was it mastered at Abbey Road? You had something to do with where the Beatles worked over there at Abbey Road. Was that for mastering or yeah, what yeah. was that? That's it. Yeah, mastering. So the album, the album as well, the first album was mastered there. Uh, and the same again happened for this latest single, Abbey Road took it on and um, the wonderful Patrick Phillips uh, mixed the whole album who, who works at Real World Studios and that's where I met him, Peter Gabriel Studios. And he, I said, would you like to mix this very large project, which is from people sending stuff from all over the world and loads of different types of microphones. And it's like, what a mammoth task, you know, from every single instrument and every single voice is recorded somewhere different. But to mix that and make it sound like it was all done in the same room is not an easy thing to do. But Patrick did a fantastic job. And then Abbey Road took it on to master it and, and finish off the record. And they did such a great job to it. You know, it sounded fantastic. When I got it back from them, I remember listening and thinking, that's it. That's what I was after. Love it. So very exciting. Right. They sure did do a good job. And by the way, I don't know how 
anybody at all, anybody could take and listen to the uh, Sledgehammer and Big Time, especially those EPs, those 12-inch dance singles, and say that they were poorly <laughs> produced. Oh, my. We'd have to clean cl- clean your ears out for anybody to say that that was <laughs> improperly done. I think it was great. They were fabulous singles. Yeah. Very well done. The production's just massive on them, aren't they? Yes. And then some of the work that um, Peter Gabriel did, he did a lot of orchestral work as well, didn't he? Um, which I know a lot of the guys at the studio worked on. I got to, you know, when I was there, speak to him about how that was and saying how, you know, these massive scale orchestral productions on his on his tracks and what that was like to record. So, yeah, they're at the top of their game and they, they do an amazing job. And, and to top it off, you know, they're all amazingly lovely people as well, which is nice, isn't it? And, and just great people to work with. Absolutely. Now, now, the musician we discussed earlier that played behind Tom Jones, he also, his name is Jamie Moses, and he also played yes. behind another artist that I played, and it was Paul Young. <laughs> Paul Young. Yes, He's no spring chicken. He's been around a while. <laughs> when I been. start He's telling you I played him, yeah, don't, don't assume they're brand new when I tell you that I played <laughs> yeah. him in the club, all right? No, definitely not. No, they were classics then as well. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Every one of these artists represent a time in my life that I still remember to this day, you know? Absolutely, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? I was talking to somebody recently about that, how music can just take you to a, back to a place and straight away. You, you can even, some songs, you've just got such a strong memory. You can remember that, the, the smell in the room. You can remember, you know, everything, what was there, who was there. It's just amazing. Your senses come alive with music and it's such a special thing, isn't it? Right. Isn't that the truth? See, years ago when I was growing up, they had, they don't have it anymore, but they had what was called 3.2 beer. 3.2 beer, we called it. What that means is the average beer is roughly 6 to 7% or so alcohol. So these yep. politicians got together and they said, no, that's a little too much for these 18-year-old kids. No, we're going <laughs> to yeah. make 3-2. That's 3.2% alcohol beer. Right. And what some genius forgot to tell these politicians is, did anybody ever stop to think that if you don't have 6% beer and you only have 3-2, all you have to do is drink twice as much and you got 6% (laughs) beer. And this is what they forgot. Exactly. So so don't always look at these so-called geniuses as being genius because sometimes even the – now, you, wait a minute, just before I go on. You don't think my generation participated in that double dosage of the 3.2 beer, do you, Thomas? No, of course not. Absolutely not. Oh, no, <laughs> no. They would never drink no. twice as much of it. No, no I don't know no. what. Yes. Yes, they sure did. And if you look here at my fingers, they're crossed. So, oh my, (laughs) I'm telling you, the geniuses in life that you meet, they never cease to amaze me. They got rid of 3-2 beer. We do not have it where I live anymore at all. To my knowledge, it's (laughs) not, it's not even manufactured. It was a, it was a, yeah, it was not a good campaign, Thomas. Let's put it that way. No, it didn't last by the sounds of it. It No, no, it sure didn't. And a lot of these songs from early on, especially with Paul Rogers and Free when he was singing, All Right Now, Baby, It's All Right Now. That was from my 3.2 era, and I'm just glad that era has disappeared. Although Paul Rogers remains, (laughs) he actually sang with Queen when they, after Freddie died. You remember they brought him in, and what a grand vocalist. I've always loved Paul. 
He was just a, an immense Absolutely. talent. And I like bad company, yes, too. Yes, definitely. Of course. Yes, that's a good point. Yeah, I know that Jamie played with, you know, Jamie Moses, who we were talking about on the record, has played with, when it was Queen and Paul Rogers as well. He was one of the guitarists there and played with the Brian May Band and also with Queen back at the day with them, Freddie as well. So, But I know he's a huge fan of Paul Rogers. I remember him saying, yeah, we love Paul Rogers. That was awesome. So, yeah, great memories. Yes. Now, here is a gentleman that you're now associated with on this new release. And for those that are just coming in to the conversation, I want to remind everybody, this, ladies and gentlemen, who I'm speaking with right now is the man with the voice, the tenor, the British tenor who has a voice with velvet-like qualities. And he has redone for charity a Queen song, and that song is entitled Don't Stop Me Now. And it's for raising money for the grand appeal at Bristol Children's Hospital. Thomas, before I get on with more of these celebrity players you have on this single, have you personally been to the Bristol Children's Hospital and discuss with them what their needs are or or what they're hoping to accomplish here and what the money might be used for? Or are you just going to donate it and say, use it in the manner that you feel will help your patients the best? So I've definitely communicated with them and spoken to them about what, what it will help with and got to speak to them at the early stage. So obviously, like I said earlier, I was in I was at the hospital myself as a patient as a 10 year old and then coming back to them and communicated with the charity and saying this is the plan and you know what can we what will it do what will it help and it's all about um, helping to provide equipment on the wards and things like that and because it's such expensive you know especially on intensive care the equipment is just so expensive and um, also just updating the wards and all of that kind of thing so they they just do so much and um they're amazing people and, and they've been so lovely throughout you know saying oh we love who's in it and we love this bit of the song and we've been dancing to this and we've been watching the video and how are the downloads going and you know when's the video and just all of that you know just keeping involved with regular emails and just asking how it's going and that's been lovely you know that communication that connection with them it's been really special and with this covid and all of the problems associated with it unfortunately thomas we do have some of the pandemic victims if you will that do and i'm so sad to say this they wind up on the respirators in the icu and that is a tremendous cost it costs thousands to have patients there and they're lined up with this pandemic and it breaks my heart because even in the USA we've had well-known people had to wait in line because all the respirators in the ICU are taken uh, it's terrible it really is isn't it it's is scary um so to be able to help is in just a tiny little way is is really special but it is sad and hopefully it'll get better soon you know because it's um scary situation for sure. Absolutely. Now, I don't like to discuss politics. That's not what I'm about. You know I'm a showbiz kid. You know that's been my life. <laughs> I don't discuss yeah. politics. If you want to argue and fight politics, we got news shows over here. They live for that. They call each other nasty names. They fight like a bunch of young grade school kids on the playground. It's ridiculous what they do, and I stay out of it. But I will say this, this pandemic scared the daylights out of me. I went and I had my first shot for the COVID. I had to wait two yeah. weeks. Like I had my doctor administer it and I had to wait two weeks for the second dose. I went back on time, not late. And I had yeah. my, my second dose and now they have this third booster. And next week, I'm yes. going to show up. I already have the appointment. I'm going to show up, and I am going to get the booster. That's three shots. I've even read articles now where in certain locations, I don't know if it's the UK, but other areas are now discussing a possible fourth just to get more antibodies in, the, uh, in your body to ward off any trouble. 
And yes, I, I just, that, yeah, I, you yeah. know, you've heard it. You know, I am just here to say, Thomas, I'm not a politician. I don't discuss this type of thing, but I did it for myself. I did it for my family. I did it for people who come in contact with me. I did it because I want to be healthy. I want to be on this earth as long as possible. I'm just saying to anybody that can echo what it is I'm saying, does it not make sense that if they're putting these shots out there to help you, and I've had two out of three so far with the third coming up. I'm just blessed that everything's okay. I want everybody to follow up. And that's about as political as I'm going to get. And I hope you don't mind that. No, I totally with you there. I think it's important, isn't it, as well, just to help us get go forward as well, isn't it? You know, and to get back to some sort of normality as well. So it's important, isn't it? And it's a small price to pay, isn't it, for what we can do to move forward. It is a small price to pay. Excuse me. The shots I took, Thomas, they gave them away for free. I didn't pay for them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, exactly. it didn't cost price. me a dime. <laughs> it didn't exactly. cost so anything. Exactly. It's a very small price indeed. <laughs> Oh, I am telling you what. Thomas Cameron, I do not associate you in any way, shape, or form with the sex pistols. But, hey, (laughs) I guess there's a way of looking at life. It's a little different than what it was. But one of the premier punk acts was the Sex Pistols. And lo and behold, Mm. Glenn Matlock from the Sex Pistols. I think he plays bass, if I'm not mistaken, for them. How in the world did you end up with one of the Sex Pistols (laughs) on this darn new release you have. <laughs> yeah, so many people have said that, you know, it's just amazing that the tenor with the Sex Pistols, it just sounds great, doesn't it? It's so different. Um, but we, uh, I've met him through doing a, a show with him and um, an interview, and we stayed in touch and got to know him really well. He's a the very, very nice guy, very supportive. Uh, he's a very funny guy as well, very dry sense of humor. And it came to the record. And of course, I got Phil Gould to do the drums. I thought, I need a bass player as well. You know, Jamie was on board with the guitar. I thought, I need a bass player. Who who do I contact? So I thought Glenn would be just great fun. You know, he's he's done such amazing things. He's played with some incredible people as well. Um, so I sent him a text. And I said, this is what I'm doing. Phil's going to play some drums. Jamie's going to play some guitar. You know, I've got a few great singers on it as well. And do you want to play some bass? And he just replied saying, always up for playing bass, mate. And that was, <laughs> and there we are. He's on the record and the rest is history, as they say. So he was well up for it. Uh, a lovely guy. And um, yeah, great fun. Great fun. I think that is absolutely marvelous. Once again, Thomas Cameron official channel on YouTube. Don't Stop Me Now, the remake of a song by Queen, and it raises money for a good cause, an excellent cause. It's for the grand appeal at Bristol Children's Hospital. I've got to be honest, Thomas, you know I've never been to Bristol Children's Hospital. Am I to assume that is one of the main hospitals there over in your neck of the woods, or can you describe the place to myself and those that are not familiar with Of course, yes. So it's the major, so for the south of England, really, uh, especially the southwest, we, it's our main hospital for specializing in children, really. Um, So I'm down in Devon in the UK. And uh, when I became unwell, I went to a hospital there. And down here, they don't have quite the facilities, really, for pediatric for children and uh, for anything quite severe, anything really serious. And anyone down in the south of England or the southwest of England are sent to Bristol Children's Hospital. So it's the specialized children's hospital for the whole southwest of England and um, so it's a, it's a big hospital and does some amazing work for those down in this part of the UK and so it's a, quite a big place but amazing amazing what they do is that covid uh really uh, causing people over in the UK to wear the masks and everything like what they do here in the USA yes definitely um, it's back to being compulsory here as well now to make sure that we wear masks inside and in public transport and stuff like that um so it's sort of been on and off but at the moment we're back to uh, making sure that we have those masks when we're together inside. Very well. Yes, indeed. And I I have a whole collection of them, so I'm right there on board. <laughs> you know, I keep them in the car. 
I'll keep, I I have some at home. I keep them in the car. There's no way someone's going to say to me, you need a mask to come in and me say, I don't have one. Okay. Because all I have (laughs) to do is I'm well equipped. That's right. (laughs) Got them in all different colors. That's right. (laughs) Love that. Yes. Absolutely. We've made quite a collection now, haven't we? <laughs> now here we you and I discussed all of this about the television show The Voice. I've been very privileged to have your UK children's semi-finalist on my show. I've been privileged to have two sisters, the Cunningham sisters, are from the USA show The Voice here. Now, what I totally almost forgot to bring up. I knew I was talking about that for a reason, and that is on your charitable single, you have singing the winner of the UK The Voice show, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, the winner of The Voice, Molly Hocking, uh, who won back in 2019. She's the loveliest of people, and she's actually from Cornwall in the UK, which is very close to where I'm from. Um, It's a good friend of mine, and she's got the most amazing voice, a really beautiful voice, and she got involved and and performed and sang on the single, and she performed on the last single as well that I did um, for charity. So it's her second time being on uh, a record with me, and she's brilliant, really brilliant, great fun, and hugely talented, of course, and definitely very worthy of uh, having the voice winner because she's got the voice, really has. Very, very well, indeed. Molly Hawking. Yes, that's her. Absolutely. Okay, the Communard. You have one of them on the <laughs> the single as well. Absolutely, yes. Another one, uh, the Communard. So Sarah Jane Morris, who has to have one of the most amazing voices I've ever performed with, ever sang with. Uh, her voice is incredible. Uh, and it's quite fun. She sang on the uh, Don't Leave Me This Way with their number their number one hit that they did. And it was funny, her and Jimmy Somerville, they, she always says to me, they kind of did a swap. So um, Jimmy's quite short and he has a really high voice. He sings the high part. Sarah's quite a tall lady and she has an extremely low voice, a really low range. So they always find it funny. They both swap. So he does the, he's slightly shorter with the high voice and she's slightly taller with the low voice and it's quite good fun, uh, but works so well uh, on the hit that they recorded together, Don't Need Me This Way, but also obviously on the song with me, she just sounds awesome. She really does. Well, now Don't Leave Me This Way, are you talking about the disco standard, oh baby, Don't Leave Me This Way? That's the one. Right. Yeah. That, oh, we That's had it. a, the lady who had the hit with that in the U. USA was a girl named Thelma Houston. Yes. Thelma Houston. Yes. Yes. Oh, don't leave me this way. And that was uh, a a mega hit along with Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive and a lot of the Donna's. Oh, you're you're in there. That was one of the classic, classic songs. Don't leave me this way. Thelma Houston. And so now what you're telling me is they've taken that Thelma Houston and somebody has redone it and now has a hit with it over in the UK. Tell me about that, what you yeah, know. That's it. Yes, yeah, so it was a 19, in the 1980s, they released it and made it into like a pop song. And it was from the Communards and it was one of their biggest hits. Yeah, it was number one for very, something ridiculous, the amount of weeks. Um, and it was great talking about how she recorded it, went over and recorded it. And um, to get that big slide, I remember saying they they fed their voices through like a, um, a keyboard or like a synth, and then they could use like the pitch bend to sort of slide their voices up through right. to make that. Oh, it would go, bit, oh, baby, don't leave me this way. That's it. <laughs> That's it right. It's brilliant, isn't it? It really is. Yeah, I'm not, it's worth I, listening on, looking up and listening. I'm not a communard and I'm not Thelma Houston, but it was, oh, <laughs> baby, don't leave me this way. That's it. Oh, my, That's oh, my. One, yeah. There you go. Okay. I want to recommend to you, when you get some time, I want you to listen to Thelma Houston. 
Okay, check that one out. That was the version that took the USA by storm back in the 70s and 80s when everybody was singing it over here. Very, very great, great dance single it was. It was a classic. It's still being played on the uh, classic radio, by the way. I bet it is. Yeah, definitely. It's amazing, isn't it? What what a song. And um, seen it before many times by, you know, disco and sort of funky bands that have seen some great shows and it's definitely one that they always bring up and cover isn't it such a classic right now i know that you have been a fan of uh, a great fan of les mis and you have something yes. on your new single somebody or something that is related to the cast crew of les mis on there tell me about that if you will Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So I got to uh, work with, uh, before this single actually, I became good friends during the lockdown with Sam Hiller. So he's the, the director for Les Mis in the West End, London's West End. You mean Sam Hiller? director for Sam Hiller, yes. Yes. Yeah. So he's the, yes, that's him, the West End. So he sort of directs Les Mis in West End. He's also Phantom of the Opera as well um, over here. Amazing man. And um, became really good friends with him during sort of the first lockdown here in the UK. And we did a lot of masterclasses together as well. So we, got, we worked with children and me working vocally and him working the acting, which was such a great experience. Friendship sort of grew and we ended up releasing two songs together, just me and him, solo songs. Uh, we did a, a version of Empty Chairs, Empty Tables from Les Mis, which was great. So to be able to sing with the director of Les Mis on a Les Mis track was great. And to get his sort of advice and his training and experience on that song and we've also just released uh, the Christmas song at Christmas as well which went to number one still is number one even though it's not Christmas anymore as well uh, in the chart so he's a lovely guy we've worked together a lot and um, I asked him if he would come on and sing on this charity song and, and he did so he's there and in the video you can see him in Her Majesty's Theatre I think in, in London performing uh, his version of the, of the track and, and singing which is brilliant that is excellent the new single everyone don't stop me now it's the queen original it has been redone by the british tenor the guy with the voice with velvet like qualities his name is thomas cameron he's with us today the charity that will receive benefit if you get that single which i highly recommend everybody is the grand appeal at bristol Children's Hospital. And I could not think, especially during the times in which we're living right now, of a better, better cause in which to donate your money than to keep our children healthy. Thomas Cameron, I'm sorry if there is a greater, greater mandate in life. I don't know what it is. That has to be one of the best causes to keep our young children healthy in your country in all countries thomas cameron your new single once again for everybody is up on youtube if they want to see the thomas cameron official that is up on your channel on youtube don't stop me now originally by queen now your own version and that's actually on thomas cameron records isn't it did you put together a little label now all of a sudden you're gonna work Yes, well, it's just under my own name as well. So, yes, yeah, so any records that I release um, go out underneath um, Thomas Cameron, which is great. So it's all um, released independently by myself. So I'm doing all of the promotion for it and everything like that, which is great. It's just lovely to and get to work and talk to everybody personally and, and promote and help and work with my manager and my small team, which has been great. It really has. Okay, once again, Thomas, like I say, I hope you don't mind my, my minute, my little tiny political speech in there because I don't speak about politics. That's not why I was put on earth. But if you don't mind, will you at least side with me on let's keep the children at the grand appeal at Bristol Children's Hospital over in the UK and the children all throughout the world healthy. And if this song, Don't Stop Me Now, helps in your raising money for the kids, I'm all for it, and I'm delighted to promote this single for you, Thomas. I think it's wonderful what you've done. 
Thank you. That means a lot. And I'm absolutely side with you on that. So important, isn't it? Um, to keep, if nothing else, to keep them safe uh, and to do what we can to help others to keep them safe. So, you know, like raising money for the hospital that's doing that and being able to give them what they need to be able to give children what they need to look after them. So completely side with you there. And uh, thank you so much for supporting it uh, and all of that I do. It really does mean a lot. And I always look forward to talking to you and catching up with you. It's always great. Right. Now, if somebody wants to listen to you on the radio show, tell them where they are going to do that. Absolutely. So it's on Ocean City Radio and you can always find the link on my website, thomascamerontenor.com. So you can just drop in and find the link there live. It's always posted on my social media as well. But if you just type in Thomas Cameron radio show, Ocean City Radio, you will find it online and you can listen online anywhere in the world. So it's great to have people tune in from America and Australia and all across Europe and obviously in the UK and Ireland. It's great to just have so many, about 11 different countries tune in and listen, which is so nice. Love it. Love it. I think that's wonderful. Your website, www.thomascamerontenor.com, right? That's it. That's the website, and you can find everything on there. So new music, any news, tour dates. That obviously, like we said, the radio show and just everything in between is on there. So that's kind of the, the HQ of Thomas Cameron to find everything. All right. Now you have a Facebook page. What is that in case anybody uses the Facebook? Yes. So it's Tom, just Thomas Cameron on there and the little handle is Thomas Tenor Official as well. So if anybody wants to find the Facebook page, um, which has got all of my, you can always keep up to date, see what I'm up to and see the video versions of the show and chatting to these people as well, which is cool. Are you still going to go live from time to time? Maybe Maybe to just speak or make an announcement or are the live Facebook days done? No, definitely still going on there. I did one the other day uh, who, with the lady who plays piano who I tour with, which was really lovely just before Christmas, like a little Christmas present. So we were singing requests and by the grand piano. That was nice. So trying to do it as much as possible. And um, I know people want to, to see it more, but it's um, been so busy recently with the release of the new song. So hopefully back to getting to sing and perform to you a lot more on, on live stream because it's great to be able to see everybody's name popping up and seeing where they're listening and how they all are. So it's, it is lovely. It's like a community. Right. Now, look, I want you to look down at those names. If you happen to see a major USA podcaster, he could possibly be in the <laughs> state of Ohio, in the Midwest USA. That's possible. It's possible, Thomas. It, 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 it very much is, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that the truth? What is that they say in your country? He's brilliant. That's it. <laughs> that's brilliant. it. Yeah, that's very English, brilliant. Yeah. And by the way, I want to. Brilliant. Wanted, what a good word. Before I let you go, boy, did I have a lady on the show, Thomas. I fell in love with her. She was a talent. Oh my goodness gracious! I don't know if you know her, but get to know her because she's so. She has such a good talent. Liza Pullman. Oh, I, okay. she had a new single out. She's from the school where they don't auto-tune the voice. She has the theatrical right, yeah. background and just is a delightful entertainer. Liza Pullman. I don't know if you've had occasion to speak or meet with her, but I want you to keep her under the radar so that if you do, you say hello to her because she is just a magnificent talent. Liza with a Z. L-I-Z-A-P-U-L-M-A-N. I just absolutely loved her. She was just a wonderful, wonderful talent. And speaking of wonderful talents, that would also be yourself. www.thomascameron.com. The new single out on the Thomas Cameron label, Don't Stop Me Now originally by Queen, and now it is a charitable release. All monies going to the Grand Appeal at Bristol Children's Hospital. Come on, we're going to say goodbye. Let's walk over to the Wishing Well, Thomas. And you know what they say, when you're at the Wishing Well, you are supposed to, and here I'm going to give you a, a U, this is a USA copper penny, by the way. This, this is not, okay. pre- you're going to have to use American money. That's all I've got. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's fine with me. Hey, hey, it spends. It spends. Don't, you know. <laughs> it works. 
It works. If if it ain't broke, don't fix it, okay? What we're going to do, I'm going to throw my penny in to the wishing well. And they say, when you throw your penny in the wishing well, you're supposed to keep your wishes to yourself. Wrong. In my wishing well, you can come out and say what it's for. And I'm going to throw my penny in. There it goes. And I'm going to say, thank you, everybody. And my wish was to have the children at the Grand Appeal at Bristol Children's Hospital to lead a better life because of this queen single that you have redone called Don't Stop Me Now, Thomas Cameron. I wish you nothing but the best with it. You have your penny throw it in the well, and let's hear your wish. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, a very good night to you all. Uh, And my wish is for everybody that's listening to have an amazing year um, and to to stay safe, to stay well, um, and just have a lot of fun as well, which is really important. And thanks again for having me. It's been amazing. Thank you once again, everybody. Thank you once again, everybody. Thank you once again, everybody. To those that have supported the song, we greatly appreciate it. For those that would like, please help us out for the children's sake. And it's been a great time. Thank you again, everyone, and good night. This is Rick Flynn speaking. It's been fun, but I've got to run. On behalf of myself and also on behalf of the man with the voice with velvet-like qualities. British tenor Thomas Cameron, Thomas Cameron tenor.com. We want to thank you for everything and have a great night, everyone. We'll see you on the next show. Great to work with you, and of course, everybody that's helped to support it as well by getting involved, downloading it, and, and supporting the charity, which is the most important thing. So, thank you for that. I really, really appreciate it. Good night, everybody. The preceding was a Rick Flynn production. This is your announcer, Chantal Marie speaking.